Hey everybody, and once again, thank you all for deciding to hang out with me one more time. Again, I'm Sonia Thomas, and I'm the host of Girls in Sports on the Score on Air Network. And today, my lovely guest is going to be Miss Tia D. Terman Robinson. She is a physical trainer, a trainer extraordinaire, and she's going to be giving us some healthy tips about staying fit, and she's going to share with us some things about her life. So, without any further ado, let's get to it, and here we go. Hello and welcome and welcome to Girls in Sports. This is the Score on Air Network. And on this particular show, I get to talk to lots of interesting and intriguing and amazing ladies that are doing something in sports, whether they are an athlete or they, they're, they're a mother or somebody in their family was an athlete, um, I get to talk to them. And they're all amazing ladies, and they all have inspirational stories. So today we have Tia D. Terman Robinson, who is a trainer extraordinaire. I had, if you if you guys were here before, I had, oh, let me make sure I'm on. I had um, a young lady named Arizona Favors. I call her AZ the amazing AZ and, <laughs> and she was, she's been on before and uh, this, which we could not believe like who in the heck could possibly train you because her body is so fit and flawless. And we're like, okay, I got to meet this lady, you know, whoever is trained could trade you. So here she is. She is here in the flesh. Tia is here. So we're going to get to talk to her. Um, as much as we possibly can about her life and her the beginnings and on this on this particular segment this is like segment one so we just kind of warm up and you know get our get our jitter jitters out and stuff and, <laughs> <laughs> and so um, you know I just wanted to thank you first of all for coming on and being a part of this. I think you're amazing. Aww. And I saw a thank few, you. you know, a few things um, about you on Facebook. And I have quite a few photos that we're going to be showing a little later on in the segment <laughs> of this young lady, and you're not going to believe it. I mean, ugh, it's sickening. Thank you. <laughs> I just love it. I freaking love it. Amazing body, trainer extraordinaire, and um, you're too kind, uh, just too kind. That's the truth. I mean, wait till you see what we have in store for you um, with all these different photos that I have of her. But I have to wait to the segment that I have those photos prepared for, and you're going to be amazed. I mean, you should be amazed right now just looking at her. So sweet. Just too sweet. Oh my God! So look, girl, I'm waiting for <laughs> I'm waiting for your daughter to come on here. She said She'll be there. she gave her the uh, rundown, the what for about yes. what not to say and don't do this and don't do that. <laughs> you know how kids be they're they're weird. So ask me. Ask me. Yes. So she's not gonna pay her no mind at all about what she's going to say. So are you happy to be here? I am so happy to be here. Actually, it's just, uh, it blew my mind when I got a text from you. And I'm like, why? Well, 
you know, because you're amazing. But I do appreciate it. I am humble. I truly am. It's just so sweet. And it does kind of like, you know, light a little spark under you. Like, oh, somebody wants to talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know, but I do appreciate you. you your show is amazing. Um, I am just, I'm honored to be here. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so you much. Because it's, it's an honor for me, you know, yeah. to have somebody like you on on this show, you know, so, cause it's, I mean, trying to keep fit and, you know, and all that and your your nutrition (laughs) and it's a lifestyle and it's a challenge, you know, and so if you have your mindset and, you know, your, um, cause most of it is mental. You know, if you, if you can get your mind in the game, then you're good. Right. Let's, we call it um, lock in. If you can lock, lock in, in. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yes. Then then you're doing good. Because oh, yeah. it took me a minute to lock in, mm-hmm. you know. And so I have to start all over right. again because of COVID. Oh, and yeah. Oh, this has been tough. And <laughs> Yeah, and then I had broke my leg. Oh, not my leg, my, not my leg, my ankle oh, a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah. And so that kind of stopped me a little bit, yeah. and, you know. And so I, I had to I have to lock in now, so I'm getting ready to get started again. That's, that's wonderful. You know, because I, oh, girl, I have to, you know, because. And you look great now, but I get what you're saying, you know. Thank you. you. Wanna, there's a goal. Yeah. You know, a personal goal that you want to meet, and so I get it. Absolutely, and I want to stay on my feet. Yes, absolutely. You know, too, I don't want to be. You know, somebody got to help me. That's the biggest part. You know, some people think, you know, we do it for, you know, um, very vain reasons. Reasons. Mm -mm. For me, it's deeper than that. And for a lot of people that I know and that I help, it's deeper than that. Yes. People want to be healthy. Exactly. You know, and they want to take the steps toward that. And whereas some people think, oh, that is too extreme. I think um, being healthy is... (laughs) (laughs) If that's extreme, if that's then okay. we're pretty extreme we're because extreme. I I have to stay on my feet. I have to. I mean, it's a, it's a a, a must. Yes, it's not absolutely. even an option for me absolutely. to like just lay around and you know not really do anything because I'm getting older and um your body changes. Yes, it does. You know, it it, it, oh. it really does change. <laughs> Have they told me? I know. Get a, oh, um, that's going to happen at this age, and that's going to happen. Do yeah. not be alarmed, but that's going what to happen. What happened? Because you, know, Cause you wake up like, what is this ache from? Right. You know, so, it, girl, it's a must. I must stay healthy. That's I must good. stay fit. Yes, that's good. You know, because I have a, a busy life. Yeah. You know, and I have busy children. I get it. You know, I have two kids, a boy and a girl. You know, they're grown. My, my youngest is 21. And um, they're busy. Yes. You know, yes. and so I have a life. Yes. You know, and so I want to participate Absolutely. in it. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I can't be Absolutely. sitting on the sidelines. watching the game. <laughs> no. When no. I know I can dunk that. No. Exactly. <laughs> I can't dunk nothing, but you That's know what I mean? Right. I, I can get out there. I shouldn't just be sitting watching people live mm-hmm. you know, I want to live I want to live and see uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the 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 um, your affiliation with cancer in a, in a little bit here but because I know that for me uh, the battle was real you know and so 
that was one of my um, triggers because it w- my body was trashed after it, just trashed, you know, from my head to my feet. And so I got a, uh, I got a, um, a shout-out from a trainer that I know, one of my son's friends. His father was a trainer. And he said, well, have Sonya come out. I was like, okay. You know, so, girl, I went. And I've been going to him for at least eight or nine years, yeah. you know. And so, but I stopped during the, you know, a period because yes. of COVID, mm-hmm. broke my ankle, yeah. that sort of thing. Right. I went back, and then COVID hit. And so, we, I was like, what? Bam. This is crazy. Bam. Literally, the first time I uh, went I'll back. I'll tell you about that. Seriously, it was for me, like, um, what just happened? Every day, mm-hmm. every day, just training and um, and working on myself. And like you said, when COVID hit, it just stopped right Everything. in its tracks. And still not even now. Anyway, so mm-hmm. we'll, I don't know. Start talking with me. Anyway, we'll no, <laughs> talking, talk. You like, say what you want. Yeah, I was just like, um, what do I do now? Because I went from every day, like I said, and I almost fell off into this little. I'll just call it what it is, the depression. Mm -hmm. And um, I had to really fight my way out of it because, like, from always training and always working out, and now you're doing nothing. And then you have all these ideas, oh, I'm going to eat this. I can just eat this now. I can just eat that. But I didn't really want to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was really making me um, sad because Mm -hmm. I felt all the work that I have, you know, done Mm -hmm. is now just kind of going down the drain because – so then I decided, well, I'm just going to work out in the parking lot. So I did that. I worked out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. Um, so I did. I worked out in the parking lot. I uh, just was fighting it. Mm-hmm. You know? And then there came a time, of course, you know, the weather started to cool off. And I tried to work out in the house. But it was nothing compared to what I was able to do in the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of gave in to it, and I felt myself just sinking, you know, just sinking. But um, I am a child of God, mm-hmm. and I know that I am covered, you know, by my mom's prayers. Bless her heart, rest her soul. But I know that I am forever covered, and so I find that place to go to to dig from, and it really co- covered me throughout this whole process. I just recently returned to the gym probably two months now. Well, people come two months now, but more of like private. Mm-hmm. I would call it, it's not private, but it's um, very few people there. Right. And I'm comfortable right. with that because I do, you know, want to protect myself mm-hmm. and I want to protect the people in my home. Um, we're very high risk, and so I try not to take, you know, any unnecessary um, chances. chances. And mm-hmm. so it's been hard, but I've been trying yeah, because I guess it would. I mean, with this, all this stuff, you do kind of sink into a depression, yeah. you know, state of mind. Because you're going, you know, and let alone you're thinking about the bills yes. and Everything, your money. Yes. And, yeah, because yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there, you know, and I'm just, you know, I, I found ways to um, keep me from going all the way down. Right, yeah. You know, like I go to the school, I attend the school, I'm busy, you know, I, you know, it, it keeps you busy, but you do go, oh, 
Yes, it's rough. And then kids home from school. You know, I have a, a, a new breed child. He's 11. I call them new breed mm-hmm. because the older ones are grown in with children. So, mm-hmm. uh, and him being home from school. And then I also teach my grandson, who is now three. He's home ever since COVID. I don't even know what to call it. I don't know. This is different. This is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is different. different. And, mm-hmm. um, but God has been with us every step of the way. And I'm just so thankful that you know, I'm just... You made it. Uh-huh. So many didn't make it, and I'm just still here, and I know the gym will be there, and you know clients will come back, and because I, I think before COVID, I think I was like 15, 16 clients um, at the most. Um, not all my clients are in person. I do um, clients from various, you know, city or states where I have them until I do trainings. Wow. Um, you know, by phone, videos, and stuff like that. Okay. So, um. And it went instantly from that to like one, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. And then you're like, oh, what are you gonna do now? You know, but God is, you know, carried me. Carried you. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you're here with us I today, and I'm we're so happy, happy about that. Thank you. Wow. So I'm not the only one that was kind of suffering through COVID. Oh, I'm sure, it's like everybody, you know, yes. uh, well, those who acknowledge that COVID. Exist, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, people have suffered greatly, and uh, I feel unnecessarily, but that's another topic. However, you know, we're not the only ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yes, I'm here. Good girl. Well, we're, we're happy that you're here. And again, oh, I, I hope I introduced the show. I think I did. <laughs> I <don't> and uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're just <dumb>. yeah. <laughs> girls in sports. Right. And um, this is on the Scroll on Air Network. And we're going to um, be going into a commercial, just take a break for just one second. But I don't think we're going to do too many because myself and the producer, we have a basketball game to to film and produce when we leave here. So, and then, of course, she's going to the gym. I mean, what else would she be possibly doing <laughs> by going to the gym? Yeah, Amazing. <laughs> so uh, we will be right back. This is Girls in Sports on the Score on Air Network. Come back. Coming to you on February 28th, a new journalism series brought to you exclusively by Score on Air staff and students. Tune in via Facebook or YouTube to witness the first episode of Score 30. In our first show, take a look as we sit down with Savannah Holderby, a young and successful female wrestler. But she's not the only one. The rise of women in wrestling has more than doubled in the last decade. We discuss why. We also take you behind the scenes of the state-of-the-art Chieftain Center located in the small town of Logan, Ohio, as well as interviews with the people in the community who made it all possible. Score 30, presented to you by Score on Air. Do you have design ideas for t-shirts but you're not sure where to go? Go to Mojo Sports Gear. That's right, Mojo Sports Gear. At Mojo Sports Gear, you can get custom-made shirts. Whatever design you need, Mojo Sports Gear can provide it. Don't forget to grab a custom-made cap on your way out and rock the best headgear in the game. 
give them a call at 614-864-6656 at And welcome back. This is Girls in Sports. This is uh, um, on the Score on Air Network, and we have the lovely Tia D. Terman Robinson that is here. She is a physical trainer. She trains people to be fit, and we're talking to her. So in this segment, oh, okay, okay, I'm sorry. Our producer has to do something. <laughs> So, uh, as you guys know, my name is, is Debbie Christo, and I have had the amazing opportunity to uh, create the trailer that you guys just just saw for Score 30. I have been the editor and uh, graphic designer for the for that awesome show. Uh, it is airing this Sunday at 6 p.m., February 28th, and you can see the amazing Savannah Holderby alongside the Logan Chieftains at their new fa new facility. But yeah, it's it's going to be absolutely awesome. So if, if you guys could please tune in to that, it would be absolutely amazing. Thank you guys so much. I okay. will send it back to you, Miss Sonia. Okay, and so the young lady that you will be interviewing, she's a wrestler, right? Uh, yes, yes. She is uh, one of the top uh, wrestlers in Ohio, and she's only 13 years yes. old. Yeah, so she got the um, the honor to to um, speak to this young lady. So that should be very interesting. Yeah, she is an amazing kid. She really is. And she can bed. She can uh, she can squat with her with her little brother on her shoulders. Okay. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> She's she amazing. amazing. <laughs> She's a beast. All righty then. <laughs> well, we are back. With Miss Tia, thank you for that announcement, uh, Miss Deb, because um, I know we'll be shooting some film this weekend, so I know I'll, I'm gonna try to get to um, to take a look at that. But um, we're here again with Miss Tia, and we're gonna talk a little bit about your beginnings, um, Miss Tia. So, what was it like for you, like when you were little, and you know, and that's so sort of long ago. <laughs> don't don't was it? No, so was it? Ago. Oh, um, well, I'll just say this. Um, I had an amazing mom. Okay. Um, her name was Geneva. Okay. And um, unfortunately, she passed away in 2010. But to go back, uh, my mom raised six girls. Um, mm -hmm. No dad in the home. Uh, we are from the projects. Mm -hmm. But it's so funny because um, it wasn't until um, being grown that I realized we were actually poor. Right. <laughs> right. How did right. she do it? Mm -hmm. Six girls, mm -hmm. you know, um, no dad. But I don't think we ever knew. That you we don't, were because she wasn't sitting around listen, and we on and all absolutely. that. Absolutely, she so. wasn't. She was making it happen. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I'm forever grateful for my mom. Um, but as a child, um, they used to call me the boy of the family. Mm -hmm. I was the boy my mom never had, is what they would say. <laughs> so where are you in the the uh, number? Are you four? I, I am what they call the knee baby. So 
I don't know if you, mm-hmm. you know, yes. my folks are from Alabama, so that's how they talk, you know, yeah. the knee yeah. baby. So mm-hmm. I am next to the youngest. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, yeah, I was just a tomboy, just running around. Don't know why you want me to wear a dress. Don't know mm-hmm. why you want me to, you know, you're mad because I'm dirty. You know, why mm-hmm. can't I climb the trees, jump off of the brick buildings and all that stuff? Broke my arms a few times, you know. (laughs) Just a tomboy. I love sports. I've always been um, a runner, you know. Run, run, run. Actually, uh, in elementary school, fourth grade, a teacher noticed me out on the um, playground, and she was just so, you know, just wowed by this little skinny girl. I think they called me six also. (laughs) But, you know of uh, my running, and so she introduced me to the principal uh, who had a uh, high schooler, and he ran track for a private track club. They actually took me to this track club. They they just loved me that much, mm-hmm. and they really wanted to make something happen for me. And I got on this track club. They would pick me up. They wouldn't come all the way in the hood to get me. I would have to be up, you know, on mm-hmm. the corner somewhere up in there. They're gonna, we're going to come and get you, but we're not about to drive all the way down in there. That's what we're gonna do. We didn't have a car. My mom didn't have a car, but it was just awesome that they made it happen, and I'm looking back. I, I promise I wish I had known the blessing before me and probably would have cradled it more. Mm-hmm. You know? um, however, uh, going forward, just to be the nature of our um, living, you know, our how we live, where we lived, and, you know, the, the neighborhood and how mm-hmm. things kind of flowed. Um, but, it, of course, uh, I, I ran for for years in ele- my, uh, through elementary and um, going into high school, found out I was pregnant. And so um, that changed some things. Mm-hmm. I was on the verge or on the schedule of possibly making it into the Olympics, but definitely the Olympic trials at the age of 15. Mm-hmm. Um, I was running times like such as that. I still try to run as a um, young mom, you know, while in high school. I did for about a, a year or so, um, but then my mom became ill, and you know, she wasn't uh, wasn't able to keep my daughter, and I felt like that really wasn't her responsibility to do that. And I just grew up really fast, okay, straight from a tomboy to now you're a mom, right? You know, uh, I'm so buying clothes and, and take care all of the baby. that, all that. Mm-hmm. It just it just transferred instantly, mm-hmm. and. Um, that's how I started. I did. I ran early on. And um, after I had my kids, I tried to dibble a little bit back into track. And it just didn't really happen for me. And it took me some time to make peace with that. Right. I would watch track meets and cry. Oh, okay. <laughs> my heart would just be aching and mm-hmm. falling into my stomach. Like, girl, that should have been you. Mm-hmm. But but I realized um, with some things that had to take place in my life, um, that I was exactly where God Met wanted you to me be. to get mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I was exactly where he wanted me to be. Um, I was able to take care of my family and um, extended family, and I'm proud of that and, and happy to have been in a position to step up. So you were always an athlete. Always an basically. athlete. Basically. Yes. So well, okay. But as far as um, getting into the bodybuilding and um, – working out originally it was because I couldn't run no more and I 
love sports, so I'm just going to work out in the gym. It started out that way in, in like, 94. I started a little bit of working out, but other things, you know, kids growing up, kids mm-hmm. getting into sports and everything. So, you know, it was just, I had to put that on the back burner, rightfully so, because when you're a mom, you really don't want to miss out on what it is your kids are trying to do. And, you know, so you want to be there for them. And I felt then, you know, that's the right thing to do. So fast forward, they grew up. Mm-hmm, <laughs> exactly. They grew up. and um, But I became ill. Did you? And I did. And for several years, I didn't know what in the world was wrong with me. Like, why am I always aching? Why am I always, you know, just in pain? Can't mm-hmm. sleep at night. And come to find out, I have this thing. I'm sure you've probably heard of it. Um, fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. One of my sisters has that. Oh. And she had it before it was even known yeah, about. Right. So they just right. thought she was crazy. Right. Come on now, will you... And Please so, I mean, that. literally, and so they were telling my mom that, well, okay, um, we, you probably just need to put her in the, um, you know, the psych ward for a couple of weeks, and, yeah. you know, we will. Yeah, or and my mom said, look, I know my child, and she's Something not making wrong. this no, up. No, exactly. it, it's like a, a invisible mm-hmm. illness to, to many doctors back when, because back they when. had no clue what was going on, and I was definitely, I would say, a victim of that, because... They treat you so roughly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just remember one time going to the doctor, and it had been like consistently, consistently, but nothing was really happening as far as right. you know, we're going to do this. Nothing, no, mm-hmm. just but they were dishing out that medication mm-hmm. severely, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one time for me, what woke me up was um, I had to go to the doctor on a Tuesday, and then I had to go back. Thursday. Mm-hmm. On that Tuesday, he had given written prescriptions for me, which was about 10 different pills. Some of them, if not most of them, will make you sleepy and drowsy. And psychotic. That makes sure. no sense. <laughs> yes. That really makes no How are you going to function? So on Thursday when I went back, he's writing me the same prescriptions that he had just written for me on Tuesday, and it's just like something hit me and said, mm-hmm. take your life back. This is not it. Mm-hmm. Take your life back. And I just remember uh, when I was walking around towards, uh, once I was discharged, and I walked around, and he was coming out of, uh, I guess, like the little office area, and I just stopped him, and I placed the prescriptions at his chest. I said, you can keep these in, in, the, in that particular doctor's office, that's what people go there for. For prescriptions. For prescriptions, mm-hmm. yes. For narcotics and all that. So he was looking at me like, shocked. Like, exactly, mm-hmm. like, um, what is going on? Like, you're not going to kill me. You're just not going to kill me. And I left those there, and I never went back to that doctor um, again. Um, and still in pain and still taking some of the medication, I ended up, having a reaction mm-hmm. to some of the medicine and ended up at the hospital with my family in the waiting room. And well, my daughter was there only, my oldest daughter, as a matter of fact, and she called other family members to come in because I, um, they were doing an MRI because my head was just like turning. Mm-hmm. And when they took me in there, um, I guess that was it for me because I didn't remember anything else. 
but what was explained to me was when we came, the uh, escort was bringing me back to my room. The doctor had said, how long has she been like that? And he said, oh, ever since, you know, she came out of the this team. And then my daughter said she was asked to leave the room, and they sent a code. I had coded. I stopped breathing. Yes. And they had so when they said, how long has she been like that, who were they talking to? The escort asking him, how long had I been in that condition? I guess I was. To the escort, I was asleep. Okay. But to the doctor, you were I, was, I had stopped breathing. So they um, resuscitated me, obviously. Wow. And that was just. No moment. more medication None. for you. None. <laughs> None. <laughs> None. Where's the nearest gym? Yes. We're going to get this thing yes. under control. And oh, that's, my God. That's pretty much how I um, got started um, back into the gym, and I've never stopped since. It helps me sleep. Mm-hmm. It helps me. I know when I don't work out. My body just goes into a trauma. Mm-hmm. It does. It goes completely into a trauma. And so I would say to anyone fighting, um, dealing with fibromyalgia, it is real. It's not fake. It's not in your head. Mm-mm. It's real. And um, But you can also manage it through exercise. And also um, there are some foods that trigger, Yeah, you know. So it can be managed without, a whole bunch like you of said, drugs. sitting on the sideline watching your life go by because I feel like that's exactly what was happening. Like you're in a trance watching your life. You're in a trance. Cause see my sister, she, tr- she works, she trains with my trainer. So, I mean, cause I told everybody, you know, Hey, we got to go to him, you know, my son, my daughter, yeah. and, but my daughter, she doesn't right now because it's grueling. Cause yeah. she came, mm-hmm. you know, a couple times with me, and it's grueling. It is, and she's like, easy. I don't even know how you do that, and hey, I'm like, because I, I have, have to, to. <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, so I have to. my son went, his wife went for for a minute. He's gonna have to get back, you know, lock back in, mm-hmm. you know. But she goes, the one that has fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. and yeah. so, but she's really um, like a type A personality, mm-hmm. so she will do everything. That he says, mm-hmm. you know, so she she's gonna look glorious, you know, good. in a minute, That's you know, because she and she's she gonna did feel amazing, amazing, yeah, and she she did stronger. Um, look glorious for a minute back when we all kind of like started out because I I started first, mm-hmm. and um, you know I think I was probably there for maybe a year before everybody else started getting on board. I'm like, you gotta go, yes, but. It was so traumatic, like on our bodies, you know, and everything, it and, is. and so. The woman fibromyalgia, she was like, oh, my God. But, girl, we still, you know, she still went. That's good. It's it's, <laughs> it's definitely, um, I feel for me, it's been life-saving. And it's weird because fibromyalgia, you have, like, overactive nerves, mm-hmm. and they wear your muscles out, so you're mm-hmm. fatigued, you're achy, all of those things. Sometimes you even feel like you have the flu. And exactly. Yeah, and... It's just excruciating, mm-hmm. but the 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 funny part is when you go to the gym, you kind of feel like that too. You know, you're sore, <laughs> you're achy, yeah, but I'd rather take that yeah. sore. But you feel stronger with it. Mm-hmm. You're made to feel stronger with it versus feeling that fibromyalgia pain and then just laying around mm-hmm. versus going to the gym and feeling that pain. It strengthens you. I feel so much stronger, stronger. when I work mm-hmm. out. I do. I see, me and Debbie were talking about, um, before we started, the producer um, 
about my like kind of like I have migraines or something. Yes. And yes. um Oof. and we were talking when I said I really think it's my blood pressure because mm-hmm. it's it's naturally kind of high, mm-hmm. but this is real high. Okay. And that's be, only been like these last few years because I haven't been freaking working out. Mm-hmm. I haven't been training. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't work out, you probably don't drink as much water as you would when you're working out. And so, and I mean. Uh, and because I didn't, I'm telling you, I didn't do all this. I'm preaching to my own self. <laughs> so I, I could tell you, like, when I go off the the, the, the grid, path, right? Yes. You know, I'm like, drink the water. Drink it, drink it, drink it. Because, see, I love um, drinking the water, but. It's the physicality yeah. mm-hmm. and stuff of getting everything uh, off yeah, of you. Yeah, getting it out. Getting yeah. it out mm-hmm. that relieves that relieves yes. um, yeah, your body that, and yeah, stuff, that, that tension the toxin, the tension, and the pressure. Because yeah, yeah. it's all just sitting there right it now. It is. Just holding you up. Know, You'd be like, I was just telling my daughter the other day, you find yourself up like this. You know, it's just yeah. that tension. Because she said, on to, just uh, Deb said, it's probably stress, too, you know. Yeah. But, see, I got to. Get back in there because I did it. not feel all this yes. mm-hmm. because I could get it get all it out, out. you out. know, and then I felt great. I looked great, yes. you yes. know, and stuff. So th- yeah. it really does matter. It does. You it know, does. at least for me, it really does because I can't remember having all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I am. It, this has been very yes. stressful for yes. everybody. It, it you has know, been. You it's been mind. like you, tr- yeah, you, tr- you try to uh, tell yourself, oh, you know. They see me as strong. They see me as strong. There's no, I can't cave. I can't cave. But you're still human. Mm-hmm. You know, you're still human. So you have to go through um, what you have to go through. But you know that you can work mm-hmm. your way out of this feeling, come up out of there, because you know what to do. Right. Like just exactly. Just do it. You know. Exactly. No so intended, we will. My producer said we have to cut it off for a second. We're gonna take a little, she's like a y'all just a little break. I know she's like wrap it up, and so, <laughs> so we're gonna come back in just a few minutes. This is Girls in Sports on the Score on Air Network, and stay right there, folks. Coming to you on February 28th, a new journalism series brought to you exclusively by Score on Air staff and students. Tune in via Facebook or YouTube to witness the first episode of Score 30. In our first show, take a look as we sit down with Savannah Holderby, a young and successful female wrestler. But she's not the only one. The rise of women in wrestling has more than doubled in the last decade. We discuss why. We also take you behind the scenes of the state-of-the-art Chieftain Center located in the small town of Logan, Ohio, as well as interviews with the people in the community who made it all possible. Score 30, presented to you by Score On Air. And welcome back. We are here, Girls in Sports on the Score on Air Network. We're talking to Miss Tia D. Terman Robinson, and she is a physical trainer. And you know, amongst every other thing, you know that she's doing. She's a mom, and you know, most women wear different hats, so it's not like she's just doing one thing. She knows how to multitask. Yes, I have to. I have to. <laughs> yes, and so we're talking about being fit for life. This is our segment three. 
Miss Producer. Sorry. <laughs> the early years. That's okay. And so, um, now I wanted to talk a little bit about your mom. Um, what was the illness for your mom? Well, uh, my mom had heart disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also, uh, we'll just sum it up as that. That pretty much was what drained her body, you know, mm-hmm. was her heart disease. She also did suffer from a disease called um, Guillain-Barre. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. um, Took its toll. It did. It really did. It took its toll. But she was a fighter, man. My mom was so strong. She definitely didn't give up. I think um, her body gave up before she gave Mm -hmm. up. She was still talking, you know, trying to talk in the end. um, She definitely didn't give up. But, yeah. So she. she did. She had heart disease and Guillain-Barre uh, heart disease, and um, which is you know connected to high blood pressure. At some point, if you don't get it under control, right? Uh, those things go hand in hand, and so um, a couple family members, you know, um, dealt deals with high blood pressure and heart disease, and that was another reason why um, after my mom passed, mm-hmm. I was just on. Like just this, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and trying to preach to anyone who would listen, you know, if you smoke, stop smoking. Mm-hmm. If you eat this, stop eat, eating that. But you know, you can only help people who want to be helped. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may not get it at that moment, and maybe later they'll go back and grab something that you said and it'll help them. And some people will just completely close their ears mm-hmm. off to whatever you're talking about because they're not ready to change and or do better. But um, my mom, I think it was a lot to do, do with, like I said, she's from Alabama. And, you know, they just routinely eat a certain way. Mm-hmm. They're brought up on, you know, certain meals. And mm-hmm. she can cook now. She can throw down. But it can take a toll on you. you mm-hmm. know, just, um, Your nutrition. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm like that over years and years and years. And then I also blame, um, you know, doctors for um, the passing of my mom because of the pharmaceutical uh, just feeding them pills like they're M&Ms. And mm-hmm. A lot of that harms your body. It shuts your kidneys down. It, you know, kidneys mm-hmm. moving slow, your heart going to move just a slower, slower. And um, I just feel like my mom didn't really – passed because of her um, diagnosis. I think she passed because of her treatment, you mm-hmm. know, um, and, or the lack thereof. And uh, and then there was some responsibility, you know, or choices made, like mm-hmm. I said, as far as the way they were brought up, eating. But, yeah, I feel like the doctors failed her. Yeah, because you have to be careful with the medication oh, yeah. because it's like you had that really adverse reaction Absolutely. to whatever that was. Absolutely. Everybody's body chemistry is different. And so what may affect me might not affect you. Right. And what might affect you may not affect me because right. we're different. Yes. And so, but you do have to be careful with that. It's you a know. common sense thing in a, in a, in a way No, my mom's doctors didn't like me, you know, because you were whatever I would go there. I was very vocal, like 
why is she taking this and why and for so long and then you know because it messes up other stuff and that's the that's the weird part about medication sometimes it's cool you know whatever for something but even okay, okay it comes on like okay you take this but um oh, those if commercials. You, yeah <laughs> but if you get um your ears fall off, then right. you know <laughs> everything. I, I can't remember the medication, and I probably shouldn't say it if I did, but um, because you know, we don't want you guys to get in trouble. But um, mm-hmm. it was one that just came on the other day, and it said everything like it if you die, okay. You're but what you gonna do if you die? We're like, oh my god, <laughs> like, yeah. is this the best that we have? How is this you legal? Know? How is this? How who said this? <sighs> Who so said yes to this? <laughs> See, that's why I have to stay on my feet and I have to yes. eat right, yes. um, so watch my nutrition, not, yeah. you know, get my get myself fit and everything because I can't. I mean, the medication is just too much for me. It is you too know, much when I, for I had, many of us, um, yes. I was probably one of the only patients that wouldn't take anything. I mean, when I was, I know you I know, am. battling cancer. And um, so the uh, because I was already taking stuff, you know, when you first mm-hmm. go in, you know, for your treatment, yeah. they give you like these pre-med stuff. And that's to make sure that you freaking stay alive, right. yeah. yeah, you know, through yeah. that treatment, mm-hmm. through the yeah. chemo and stuff. Yeah. So I was like, okay, okay, I'll take that, you know, whatever, but nothing else. Mm-hmm. Because there was nothing else that they could give me that would help me. Mm-hmm. Until everything was else was going to be, yeah, against you. Yes, until I was done with the whole treatment thing, the radiation and chemo and all that. And I told them, you can't help me. You, you know, thank you, but no, that's not going to help I me. I have that. to be done with this yes. and let my body rejuvenate yes. itself because yes. if whatever you're giving me is, is not going to help. It just, it just yeah. couldn't because I can't even explain it, there, yeah. how, how my body felt. I can't. Yeah. Like, you can't really yeah. explain the fibromyalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's invisible. It is. And so I can't, you know, I was like, oh, no. And so then one of the nurses just looked at me for, like, five minutes. I'm like, I can't do And it. she was going. <laughs> I said, no, I don't, I don't need it. You know, I don't want it. I don't need it. I'm not going to take it. You know, we so. have to fight for ourselves. We do. We have to fight for our lives. And like I said, everybody is different. So, yes. I mean, this lady over here, she pro- probably can do it. Right, and probably needed to do it yeah. in some sense. But, yeah, but like I, you said. I, could, I couldn't take one, one more thing. Yeah. You know, I just couldn't. So, now, I know you had a sister that, you you know, you have some sort of knowledge about cancer. You were affiliated with it. Yeah, actually, um, in so many ways, but um, uh, speaking of my sister, she was my oldest sister. Um, yeah, she was my oldest sister. And so um, she had she, she had a battle with cancer um, 2005, I want to say, 2000, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the date wrong. But um, she went into remission. You know, she won that round. And then it wasn't until 2018 that it reared its ugly head again. Um, she had a, uh, what do you call it, a mammogram. Mm-hmm. She had a mammogram, uh, I want to say 2017. Wow. She okay, got the letter. Just a few years ago. Right. She got the letter that um, they didn't see anything. This is the phone call I received. They didn't see anything, and we're celebrating, you know, um, I won. You know, I'm like, great. You know, like, God is good, and he still is. Mm-hmm. He still is. 
But um, that was the phone call. And so um, fast forward, I did a show in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It was my first NPC show. Well, that's right. We got photos. Okay, go ahead, but go yeah, ahead. so I did that, and then I received a phone call maybe a week or so later that she was sick and um, being um, sent to the hospital. So I leave, go to Alabama, and only to get the news that um, my sister was stage four breast cancer. Nothing that they could do. It was everywhere. I'm like, how does that just happen? She just did a, had an MRI. I'm not an MRI, I'm sorry, but a mammogram. But, of course, while I'm there, I'm digging through paperwork and everything, and I do see the letter, but on the letter it also said that her doctor needed to send her to have a special mammogram, Mm -hmm. uh, a different type of mammogram because of um, the dense tissue, Mm -hmm. and so they could see behind that. But she just had a regular mammogram, and being a a former um, cancer patient, I didn't understand how that didn't take place. Because when you're so far out, you know, like when you're so far out, so many years out, they consider you cool, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. You know, like, okay, great, great, great. Because, yeah. you know, you have to, they say, I think it's um, the five-year or ten-year mark mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, yeah. you know, you're doing pretty good. Right. Let's keep this up. But um, so, and see, cancer is so sneaky oh, yeah. that it does that. You know, at first you're cool, you're fine, and then you're not because it's very sneaky. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't tell. That's how people, you know, have um, these cancers that you can't tell, like really in your stomach and your um, pancreas and stuff because you can't really tell. Like in your breast, you kind of can. Right, because sometimes you might get a, a lump and stuff like that and it can be a, a signal, signal that something is wrong. I think sometimes our bodies try to tell us. But we don't no, listen. But we don't, we don't, we'll um, pass it off as just this, that, or the other and just move on past it unless it immediately hit us when we got to, oh, I need to go to, to the doc- mm-hmm. doctor. But um, for the most part, we don't listen to our bodies and I f- feel like that in a sense. But she, my sister was banging down every doctor's door saying hey. she feel this way or that way mm-hmm. and um they started telling her it was anxiety giving her like medication for anxiety she's like no i can't breathe i'm struggling breathing and she did have emphysema but she was a smoker mm-hmm. so, um tried to pray that away but it didn't happen <laughs> but, um, yeah so that was my experience with her and um, we took her home from the hospital and did um hospice at home and um I was her caregiver. See? Yeah, I was her caregiver. And mm-hmm. that was, it was v- rough, very, very rough for me. But I believe, because uh, we always wonder, like, why did I have to go through this? Or why did I have mm-hmm. to go through that? I believe what I went through with my mom, because I never left her side. I stayed at the hospital with my mom, like, mm, bad. day and night, baby in the stroller. Mm-hmm. We there, you know, but just being there, going through that, I believe it strengthened me for what was to come with my sister and so um yeah you were able to handle it kind of sort of kind of sort of yeah i know yeah i know because see i have an organization called sonia's cancer caregiver center and we support the caregivers Mm -hmm. you know of cancer patients and that's what 
we do. Mm, you know, beautiful. and that that is my true like passion. That is beautiful because so often the caregivers go unnoticed because they're looked at to be the strong person. You know, that's what you do. That's who you are, and so it's easy to uh, for that not to be noticed. And um, well, they're just the unsung heroes. Nobody, um, cause. I in my journey I noticed that um they feel like the caregiver actually feels like well why should I be feeling some type of a way when they're the ones that's going through all of this and right, yeah, you know that absolutely. but the it's caregiver me. feels yeah. a lot, a lot of, a, a and lot. they have a right to feel whatever yeah. they feel and all that you know they hate it this is crazy I am overwhelmed but so they're the unsung heroes, and they are the a major. They they are paramount to the recovery of people with with um, illnesses. With, with illnesses, mm. period. So yeah, so that's why I have that organization. That's beautiful. You know, so we can help you guys yeah. oh, survive. You know, beautiful. through all of that because you need the push. You need the. Uh, and I found that they really don't care what I'm doing as long as I'm there. Right. You know. I, Nobody really wants money, yeah, you know, and all you that. You're not doing it for. You're doing they just it, like, you're there oh, cool. You care. You're there because you care. That's a slogan. Take that. You're there because you care. <laughs> you're there. <laughs> yes, you care. and so that is great. I found with the people that I have worked with, they're just amazed that you know somebody's there right, that yeah. they can talk to and turn to, yeah, and yeah, whatever. Yeah. But of course, I would like to have. Okay, baby. Of course, I would like to have plenty of money. You know, to help them financially, because mm-hmm. some of them aren't working. That's beautiful. You know, because they're taking oh, yeah, care taking of their care people. Ones. Yeah, and it's 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 a big deal. You know, I mean, with caregivers, it's not easy. That's beautiful. You know, that you and so I mean, psh, we haven't done anything since COVID and yeah. all that. You know, that I'm trying to get more money, and I always feel so inadequate. You know, because I'm not doing. Oh no! Just the as fact much that you as I would care, like to. and you know, just someone for them to talk to. That's a lot. That's a lot. <sighs> Having somebody to talk to, you know, that's huge. Well, I hope so. I mean, I I hope, you you know, I'm I'm really helping because I love doing it. And that's probably another reason why I'm itching and scratching, because I haven't been taking care of anybody. Mm -hmm. I mean, I haven't been able to support anybody because I love that. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually enjoy it. You got God knows. He knows your heart. So um, Can we just move right on, Deb, with the next segment without taking a break? Yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, we we only have about three three minutes left. Uh, In we, this we, we do still have. Um, actually, it's six fifty seven. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Well, we got to show some pictures. Yeah, of her. We, we have we have plenty of, of pictures to show. Okay, so we have some photos, folks, that we we want y'all to see of this young lady. Whatever you pull up, we're going to talk about. Okay. <laughs> okay. This <laughs> is an awesome one. That's her. Oh. I was in in the black jacket. I was in Charlotte um, taking care of my sister, actually, who had um, a weakened on her brain. She had, had to have emergency brain surgery. Wow. That's her heart. So I was um, there trying to still get my workout in. I found a gym. There you go. And uh, so, yeah. Oh, I missed that hair. Whitney Houston hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's and dedication. then we have this one. Look at that. Wow. That was 2017. That wasn't the first show I'd ever done. Yeah. I got my pro card on that show. Aww. That just really made me feel like I can do this, girl. That actually, I know you got to go, but. No, no, no. We're my good. My whole thing 
to make it to the state was to have that whole year and be able to train without getting sick. I just want to make it to the state. Just let me not get sick. Mm-hmm. And it happened. And you did. Yes. Look at you. I was just proud to be there. Okay. I'm exciting this one. Let's see the next one, Miss Deb. And that's oh, one of your, is that one of your yes, clients? That's my client. Mm-hmm. And I and he, I was taking him on as my godson. I love him so much. Mm-hmm. That's Mims. Now, see, I see him at Crunch Fitness yes. because that's where I would be. And my trainer would be there, and his mom would come, too. Yeah, see, his mom works mm-hmm. with him. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's a trainer also, but mm-hmm. he trusts this old 54-year-old lady to train him for his shows. Ooh, and so absolutely. I'm honored. I, I love that he sees that in me. <laughs> and then we have this one. Yeah, that was, was that, 2000? that was 2017 also. That was, I think, my second show. And look at you. Wow. Cool. That's great. And then I love this one. Let let me let me just say that I just love this one. Uh oh. Yes, yes. I look like I need to eat a burger though. I swear (laughs) I never want to be that tiny again in my life. Girl, you look great. Just freaking (laughs) amazing. That was me showing off, trying to take some pictures after one of my shows. And gorgeous. What better place than to go? Isn't that gorgeous? Wow. And then, okay, that's front. Now we have yeah. the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that See? <is> back. <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and of, of course, she's popping the booty. Oh, yeah. Yes. You got to popping the booty. <laughs> that's how you make that's the amazing. money. Pop. Girl. Guys, me and Deb, we're gonna be catching up Listen, with you. Y'all giving me that. Yeah. We're gonna be catching up <laughs> with you, me, y'all girl. Y'all giving me that fire oh, flashback. Like, let, come on, let me see. Together. Let me see the one of AZ. This is one of her oh, clients yes. too. This is the young lady that actually was on here, and I'm so impressed. That's one of my I favorite pictures. So she's she's amazing. She is amazing, AZ. Uh huh. The amazing yeah. AZ. And That's so, my baby. Mm-hmm. When she said she had a trainer, I said, who is that? <laughs> who could possibly be your trainer? Let me Looks talk like she ought to be training folks, huh? So, um, yeah, so when she told me that, I said, I got to meet her. Bless your heart. I got to meet this lady because she's got to be amazing, Aww. you know. But AZ gave you mega props. She said you were amazing, and you are, Thank you know. You. And so you. You have to let, let us know. When you're going to do another show, oh, definitely you know, because back. I know you will be getting ready, oh, yeah. you know, to Hell do yes. something. But so, um, okay, so let me let me step back for a minute. So then you started in like really pumping up and getting really um, fit in the '90s. You said, or I, I kind of started messing around in the gym in '94. Oh, plus she was always an athlete anyway. Yeah, you know. So right. oh yeah, I was just so okay. So that one. Like far, you know, far fetched for right, her to yeah. be. I even coached my um, kids at a time um, when they started running track. So yeah, I just kind of always been. And that's amazing because she's just so cool <laughs> and so wonderful and oh so laid back. A, and oh. I mean, because remember when AZ was here, Debbie remembers. Girl, I mean, with y'all's kind of body, <laughs> you be. I fell in love. I, I really did. AZ is such an, an amazing athlete, she and is, she's she beautiful. Really she, she she really is. is. She's just the yes. purest. You got her skin, everything. She really I is, just, girl. And I mean, she her is, hair really yeah. humble with that. Like that, her 
and they see them, they're really humble with it. Oh, yeah. Girl, I'm going to be like, a, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Every like, freaking yes. I That's right, Deb. Look, look at my ass. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm oh here. My God. You know, the champ is here. <laughs> so, see, that's why I said God knows what he's doing. Because he knows, girl, she here. can't get that fit, you know, because she's going to be crazy. She's going to be all over the place. But, yeah. So that's they, all right. See, those that's type of right. people, like them, they don't even, it doesn't, you know, phase them yeah. or they're not, you know. Like, who, me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I would have on that type of shirt a day. You know, <laughs> every, every day I'd be like, there she goes. Yeah, it's like, because you, I mean, you work so hard, you do want to show it. You do. Because when I, when I did was, you know, um, muscly and all that, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to wear my shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah, you don't need hiding it, hiding it. Because you work at it. You work <laughs> yeah, at it. Yeah. You work at it. So are we, like, almost done completely? Or we we are actually officially out of time. Oh, we my God. We are six minutes over. <laughs> oh. And we didn't even do our, our lightning round or anything. See, That's all right. We, you got to come you back. Gotta, and, <laughs> can you come back one I day? I can't, Okay, okay, I cool, can. cool, cool. This has been a wonderful conversation with Miss Tia D. Terman Robinson. Thank you so Thank much you, for coming Thank out. You you you, you got to come back with us because we got to at least finish our, our lightning round. You got all the interesting things that you're gonna get out of me because that was about it. But no, <laughs> no, no. I know you do that thing with movies and I I don't watch a movie. I don't know. It's, yeah, like, it's just uh, random questions. <laughs> right. So. Girl's no big deal, but you still have to come back like when you do a show or something do. like that and tell us, tell us how it went and that sort of Of course, I'm going to be in the audience, but oh. we have to go, and we thank you so much for coming out um, and hanging out with us. This is Girls in Sports, Score on Air Network, and we shall see you next time. Bye. And thank you so much for hanging out with me and Tia D. Terman Robinson. I had so much fun and I hope you all had a great time hanging out with us. This is Sonia Thomas and I'm the host of Girls in Sports on the Score On Air Network. And thank you again and we shall see you next time. Bye.